told you. And on that note, I want to welcome everybody (laughs) to the world, according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. And if people only knew what we discussed before the show, uh, go crazy. They'd they'd be dealing with shock and awe and uh, they'd be amazed and uh, not really amazed. They'd be actually quite bored. Um, no, they would. No, they wouldn't. I mean, about the abortion clinic. I no, don't think no, so. No. I think they. Uh, no, they know that story. That story is two years old, three years old. I don't so. think the story. The story about the the fact that these guys were prosecuted. Yes, that's old. Project the fact Veritas. That they were yes. Arrested. Arrested. They've been arrested. By, count. They've been arrested. Countless. By gun bearing police, instigated by Kamala Harris, dog, police dog bearing police who tore up. They, who tore up the, uh, the, they took away the phone of these people and they tried to call their lawyers. Uh, you, but listen, you know, uh, you know my disdain for a Roger Stone type character, but, you know, sending the brigade of, of, of FBI agents to arrest him at five in the morning or however many with, a, with an onslaught of FBI agents and guns goes to show you there's no level of depravity to what Democrats are willing to do as far as it's, effort, unreal. it's as, unbelievable. unbelievable as far as yeah. investigations and using the FBI as, as as a weapon and using prosecutors as a weapon. And we are not we are not the America we were when I was young Rob's age or even your age. This is a, an entirely different America. This is not a free America at this, at this point. And on that That's note, I want to welcome scary. everybody to the world. According to Ben Stein, I want to thank everybody that's uh, going to be rumbling this. And remember, if you're going to po- download this podcast later on, it helps if you subscribe to our Rumble channel. And uh, all you have to do is type in Ben Stein and subscribe. And there you are. Voila. You will be subscribed to the Ben, Chi- ben Stein <laughs> Rumble Channel, and we are joined tonight by Rob Kendall, who I know is watching. Two, I know is multi is triple tasking right now. He's watching two live sporting events, and he's participating in the show from ninety three one WIBC and WeGrowIndieHair.com. Rob Kendall, the president of, of Conservative Talk Radio. Bam! You have never lived until you have parlayed the Bucks giving six and a half against the Eagles and the Dodgers to win the NLDS. That's uh, you, you, that's exactly that's exactly well, right. I, I, what I want to know is, do you own a home? No, I rent. Do you own a car? I do own a car. Sell the car, take that money, and bet it on sports games. Yeah, uh, now is actually a great time to sell a car if you have an extra car laying around. Exactly, exactly. I have, I have several <laughs> modest. <laughs> they're modest cars. <laughs> yes, they are. No, they're not. They're, they, they are far from modest cars. And uh, joining us a little bit late, but always never always on time from yeah, from yeah. from the truth. Yeah, good. Oh, button up a little bit, Adam. <laughs> we, we're not impressed with. Uh, <laughs> with, the ch- with, 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 with the chest hair. And yeah, this isn't is an outer burrow. What do you think? This is a 70s. Yeah, this is, Sorry, this I was coming from a, I was coming a, from a different set. It was a. <laughs> yeah, you were coming from Ron Jeremy documentary series. <laughs> yeah. you, you, you were applying for the role. From the Truth, from the truth newspaper, Adam King. <laughs> Welcome back, as always. Thank you. And the show wouldn't be complete without America's humble servant, actor, writer, provocateur, saint, and a lover, father, grandfather, mathematician, former comedy show host, former 
host. Talk show host. Show host. Quiz show host. And no, no, you were a comedy show host because you hosted Star Search. Oh, so, right, right, so, right, right. So when, when you you ah, uh, you got to bet me on that, Rob Kendall. You got to bet on that. No, it was about and ninety. Man, I want to say it was about ninety-seven. It was two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand three. Mother <laughs> f. And the funniest is we were confronted one time at a 12-step meeting by a comedian that he didn't let no, through, no. that he didn't let, that, that he didn't <laughs> pass through. And uh, did, did you keep the Ed McMahon thing going? Did you go, hey No, I didn't keep that going. But we had a good time. It was a lot of fun. I wish I could do it, still do it. No, Ben was, oh, no. And, uh, and, and of course, Dr. Benjamin Jeremy Stein. I want to welcome everybody and remind everybody, benstein.substack.com. We are going to be adding some shows. So the only way you're going to find out about this is at benstein.com. And we thank you for your um, feedback. We've been posing a lot of questions, one of them being, who do you think Trump's running mate will be in 2024? There were a lot of interesting answers to that. We saw them all. And um, yes, so let's get this show started. I want to get to something in a bit, but I want to get into this Loudoun County thing. I know a lot of people have been discussing this, and we discussed this a, a week and a half ago about um, Ben Stein, about um, what led the Merrick Garland thing. Not that the Democrats need something to lead them to put the FBI on, on honest American citizens. But now we know that it was all this all stemmed from a father going crazy because his daughter was raped and sodomized by a uh, supposed trans person who was allowed in the bathroom. Uh, 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 that person was wearing a skirt. Yeah. And, and yet somehow managed while wearing a skirt to make this, I believe, seventh grade girl perform fellatio on him, forcibly made her do that. And uh, and the father was very upset about it. So to show who's boss, the FBI was sick on him. Yeah, I love how we we use certain words to describe certain actions, but in the real world, we would never use these certain words. Uh, <clears throat> if you get the, what I'm saying. Uh, but Rob, you had brought up uh, that it was brought upon by a person's gun falling down. We really realize now is this Loudoun County uh, case of the father going to the, and they denied, they, they, they absolutely have covered up the story. And it's, it, we're on dangerous ground because if most fathers wouldn't have, a lot of fathers wouldn't have just screamed. A lot of fathers, Rob, would have gone a little you more, bet. Right, right. would have gone a little more crazy and most, and most courts in America if they heard this case, there, there are, there are, there are, you know, there's. If if you kill your your lover in the heat of passion, right? That that's a much lower degree of of murder, in let's say it's first degree or manslaughter, or any of those things. I mean, we ha and any father in America, Rob, on a jury, if they knew this, would would have a hard time being found guilty, Rob Kendall. Well, there's a movie similar to this. Samuel L. Jackson was in it along with Matthew McConaughey. It's called A Time to Kill. It's a it's a yeah. brilliant movie. Uh, the case that I referenced was here in Carmel, Indiana, totally separate from this, in which a a, a, a parent went to a school board meeting, uh, either wasn't aware or forgot that you could not bring a weapon into a school board meeting. It fell out of his pocket. He wasn't threatening anyone or brandishing the weapon. But the issue here is the repeated weaponizing 
of the Department of Justice of the FBI against ordinary, otherwise law-abiding citizens who are not of any uh, uh, threat to society. And and the threat, I guess it's the threat of the DOJ and the FBI against law-abiding citizens that should be the most concerning thing. And Ben, you're very, making it. Very much so. Very much so. I'm sorry, I'm trying to find this volume control. The extraordinary, extraordinary fact that in a few short months, the FBI and the NSA and all kinds of other parts of the government that are supposed to be protecting us and enforcing the Constitution have been made into weapons for destroying the Constitution is just breathtaking. It started with the attacks on Trump and it is continuing right away. Quiet back there in the other part of my hacienda, please, if you please. If you Adam, please. A- Adam King, what say you? Well, you know, I think uh, I think you, we could see clearly that, um, you know, Trump did not have the power that the Biden administration has over these agencies, because, you know, if you look at how the bureaucracy functions, the IRS has been with the Lewis Lerner has been proven to, um, you know, weaponized against not, not just Republicans, but now this goes a step further. You know, these agencies are weaponizing themselves against just common people. You know, I don't know the political affiliation of the uh, father, you know, and I'm not assuming to know either. And I don't think that that has any bearing on why the FBI tapped him. You know, the FBI, and this is something that we have to come to terms with as a country is the FBI and other agencies like the CIA and the NSA, these are all self-functioning micro-governments operating inside Beautiful. of government. Beautifully put. Beautifully put. And, and Best what's point another word for that? What's, a, what's another word for that? Deep state. The yeah. deep state. Exactly. Well, it's not and, deep, and, it's and, not and deep anymore. They're open. And Adam brings up a good point. We're talking about Virginia, which has gone blue for the last two election cycles. So we really have no idea this father's political affiliation at all. His only affiliation well, is his daughter being raped. I'd be curious to know, to tell you the truth. Loud, Loudoun County is a uh, very, very prosperous county. A great, great many of its uh, residents are fairly high-level government bureaucrats or lawyers. Uh, it's not, don't, don't confuse Loudoun County, Virginia with what you think of as Virginia from the movies okay. or from Gone with the Wind. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's that, that, that part might, might as well be Scarsdale. It's a, uh, it's a totally different area, but I think Adam's point is brilliantly put. Uh, we do have a self-functioning police state. And I'm afraid to say in our beloved California, which so many of us love so very, very much, we have a smaller examples of within the state bureaucracy. Yeah, no, very much so. No, you're completely right. And and Adam also brings up another good point, Robin, Robin Ben, is that Trump didn't weaponize these organizations one iota. Not uh, one bit. Whether it's because they wouldn't listen to him or they just were a- acting against All his own. All the more so. Think about Mural. They were weaponized against him. I'm sorry, the mural, the Mueller investigation. Yeah, which is going to be a different, it's actually, I'm going to get into that. Uh, but Ben, the, uh, it, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to court pack today. And, 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 and luckily, the, the Democratic Court Packing Committee came out and said it's not a good idea. They raised other things. But the idea that the courts have been weaponized by Republicans is an absolute joke. Republicans have never weaponized the courts. 
Well, that's a, it, all, it goes back to the era of McCarthy, which all of you are too young to remember. I, I, only, I know about McCarthy period. But only, uh, but only, uh, but I do remember when endlessly the left was saying that McCarthy was a bully and a thug, and and all these and, and all these good, uh, open, liberal-minded people were being blacklisted. That's they weren't being blacklisted. Some of them were. Yes, I know this obsession with you, Judah. Some of them were, no doubt about it. No, no, you but, know, okay, yeah. so just so everybody understands. But, I agree with Ben that we had many people that were subversives in this country that were acting against this country. The only thing I've disagreed with you on, Ben, is that I believe a lot of people, when they come to California and they're lonely and have nowhere else to go, are very um, easy to get. Somebody says to them, hey, come to this party with me tonight, and having no oh, idea... That it was a member of the, it was it was a communist That's the best party. place to pick up chicks, man. Communist party hangouts. <laughs> well, I see. I don't, I don't deal on that level, but I thought you were going somewhere else with this story, Judah. But it, it, it is absolutely clear cut that there is a real blacklist going on now. I'm on the target list, so I know it very very well, and and uh, I see it all around me, and it's a, a scary thing. And it's not. I'm sorry to say. It's not only the, the uh, law enforcement agencies here in Hollywood, as I'm sure Adam knows very well, uh, there, we have weaponizing, self-weaponized uh, private regulatory agencies like the Writers Guild, which, uh, which makes it so that a conservative writer might as well kill himself right away or at least find some other job. You're, you're completely right, Rob. Something <clears throat> brought up in the, in the Rumble chat and in the Rumble rants, they brought up a point <clears throat> about, you know, it, it, this is the one good thing McConnell did was not get Merrick Garland passed to bring in the Supreme Court because we know Republicans always vote for whoever. We know they have no, uh, we're, we're not like Democrats. But I want to say this about Merrick Garland. He's probably so pissed off. <laughs> He's, it's the McCain syndrome of not getting elected by your own party or not getting the job you wanted that you that you that you become so vicious and so animus that there's no animus is animus yeah so animated you mean but go ahead I'm sorry I I beg your pardon you you finish you'll finish I was going to go to Rob but then I'll go to you okay now go to Rob well one thing that hasn't been weaponized tonight is the Dodgers offense they have little (laughs) twigs in their hands right now Uh, but but it is fascinating right about how about how, and Judah said this earlier, they're not even hiding it anymore. It's not really a deep state. It's an out there state. And you have this bureaucracy that's so big and powerful that individual people that are embedded in it can make profoundly important choices and decisions that can ruin people's lives. Can and do, can and do. And I saw it on this panel tonight. At the American Spectator Dinner, by the way, the American Spectator is an incredibly great magazine. Uh, these people who uh, work for Ver- Veritas are incredibly great, brave people. They deserve our contributions. Uh, I'm just absolutely uh, amazed that uh, this kind of thing, uh, the courage, uh, the courage of these right-thinking people, and I'm horrified at the cowardice and lies of the left in smearing these people as if they were evil people when they're really life-saving, decent, constitution-loving people. Adam, you want to finish up the thought that you started with? Uh, You know, it's pretty self-explanatory. I don't, if you think about the actual, I think about this quite frequently, you know, like outside of 
all out revolution. Like how do you purge the deep state and how do you actually fire the bureaucracy? You know, the FBI needs to be completely overhauled. It needs to be, honestly, it's better to scrap it all. It's better to scrap the CIA, scrap the FBI and start over with a new intelligence agency. You know, well, I don't know about that. How do you do it? How do you do it? Say it claims to have done some incredibly great things, and it may be true. I mean, I I don't know what all they're doing there. Well, here's my question. Doing something. Here's my question, Uh, Rob. You can jump in. Well, I was just going to say I had a conversation with somebody earlier today uh, about uh, state level issues, and of course, Indiana, at least on paper, is a Republican state. They don't govern that way, but they have Republican super majorities in the House and Senate, a pretend Republican governor. All the Republicans are statewide office holders, and yet in the state of Indiana, we continue to see local school districts doing things like critical race theory. And the uh, this person was telling me they're somewhat connected into state government. They were saying that you cannot even begin to understand the fight from inside of state government for the amount of people that are pushing for these things, social, emotional learning, critical race theory to be taught. And I said, how is that possible that in a Republican state with Republican supermajorities, everyone's a Republican? How is this possible that not only these people exist, but they have prominent roles? I'll answer that question for you. And then, Ben, I will ask you, how come we never get this? This is because George, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say real quick, his answer to this, and then I'll, I'll give the floor to you guys, was that there are so many state employees and people who get appointed to these commissions or whatever who are publicly quiet about their views when in reality they are radical leftists and they're really good at entrenching themselves in the system and being quiet and moving up over time because they show up to work every day that they get put in positions of power and then they're in there making these or at least pushing for these radical viewpoints and no one's there to stop them ben Ben, if you just give me one second because i want to ask you this is called the soros effect okay Take it. Take a small town like Indiana. Take the all these different small oh, towns sure. across. No, no, no. I'm saying the local, the the small locales. And George Soros, for him to spend four hundred grand, is 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 nothing. In 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 four hundred grand, you know, fifty times over, seventy times over, a hundred times over, is nothing. And this is the the problem is Republicans have lost not just the schools but the legislators at the schools. And in many cases, DA's offices, prosecutor, you know, with, with, with prosecutors. How come, how come Republicans, we have quite a few billionaires, Ben, how come they haven't learned the art of getting your own candidates into these districts? It's a very good question about Republican billionaires. What are they doing with their money? We have, we have quite a few of them, and uh, they're not uh, as politically motivated as the leftist uh, billionaires. But I think leftists are just, a, they tend to be what, what we would laughing, what we would laughingly call intellectuals, and what we as la- would laughingly call intellectuals tend to turn out to be college teachers or even, God forbid, high school teachers. And uh, so they tend to move up in, within the academic bureaucracy and they tend to move up within the government bureaucracy as well. And it, it is a joke to consider these people intellectuals. I agree. There's no doubt about that. But uh, but that but that is the kind of people who move up, and I've I've worked in the government. I certainly did not see it in the Nixon White House. Certainly did not see it there. But I saw it a lot in other. Well, you saw the deep government. state in full effect. With it, just as an opinion, John Dean. I don't think I saw it with. Uh, with other people at the White House, I can't think of anyone else. That at the you White know House. of. Remember, Ben, 
they weren't inviting you to their little party meetings where they were where, where they were talking about the takedown. They weren't going to get a devotee and a loyalist. I'm just I'm you just saying their, this. You mean their pagan witchcraft wit ritual meetings? No, I didn't. I, 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 don't, I, I, I don't I don't know any people like that. I, I really don't. But, what, I mean, would you ever thought John Dean would John have been? John and Tony the, Podesta. No, actually, I, John, when I met John Dean, I didn't, I didn't think of him as being a turncoat or a spy or anything like that. I just, he struck me as an odd person to be working that's with. My, that's house. my point, is he's the one that we know of. Imagine all the ones that we don't know of who were in who who were there that were that were that were being turncoats. And if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world according to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. I want to welcome all the rumblers and the ranters. I don't always get to see them till after the show for some reason. Not everybody's rants show up, but I also want to thank people for downloading the podcast. It's been having a great week and great weeks. I want to. We are humbled by that. I want to thank everybody and remind everybody, please. Subscribe to benstein.substack.com. That newsletter is extremely important. Uh, Remzo has done a great job with it. Uh, the, the, the views we get per post are outstanding. And the click-through. So we couldn't do this without you. So we are humbled and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We're joined tonight by Adam King, the last man standing with the newspaper called The Truth in the United States of America. And also from 93.1 WIBC, bam, the president of conservative talk radio, Rob Kendall. And ben, of course, what, ben, what house are you at tonight? Where are you? He's in Washington. I, my uh, co-op is at Watergate. And, uh, and of course, the show wouldn't be complete without America's humble servant, Benjamin Jeremy Stein. Adam brings up a great point. You know, I want to get to this. It's not that it's not. Here's the thing. For years, it was Democrats, Ben Stein, who said these government bureaucracies couldn't be trusted. And it was Republicans who constantly said, no, everything the NSA and, and, and the CIA and the FBI, it's the word of God. And we all, we're all guilty of that. I'm sure Rob is guilty of that. Adam might be guilty of that. But if you go back to the 90s and watch shows like The X-Files, this was the whole point of that show, is that there is a deep state. So Chris Carter was writing about this in 1994. Now, my question to you, Ben Stein, going on Adam's point from before is, is the FBI in the Constitution? That it's that they serve at the that or is the CIA or any of these? Groups? No, of course not. Of course not. There is, I believe, there is an attorney general in the Constitution. Well, although I'm not positive that there is the word, as there are the words attorney general or the words Department of Justice. But uh, certainly, they are there of long standing and therefore acquire acquire some hierarchical and what we might call patriarchal significance and, and legitimacy. But uh, the, the CIA as an entity which operates on its own to do pretty much what it wants uh, without regard to the legislature or to the president, that's quite new. And I, as I say, I don't think we really learned until the latter part of the Nixon coup when a, a very smart guy named Fred Thompson said this whole God thing was a CS, Rod rest his soul, said, said this whole thing was a CIA plot. Uh, and, and everyone said, oh, that's nonsense. But I remember thinking, boy, it sure makes sense to me. And uh, it, now we saw the, all, all the attacks on Trump were CIA and FBI plots. And uh, we, we see the government is just honeycombed with people who are traitors to the will of the voters. I, I'm sorry to say it's not as if these people are just going against 
a group of people meeting at the Burning Tree Country Club, which is a very, very fancy country club here in Washington. They're going against, and by the way, until very recently, didn't admit Jews, and for all I know, it probably still doesn't admit Jews, but I'm not sure. Um, it, uh, but, but they're going against the will of the voters. It's the voters who are getting the shaft here. The voters you're, are you're completely You're completely right. And Adam, bring, you brought up a really good point about an overhaul. Now, I've brought this up on the show. The reason I asked Ben this question is because for the most part, and I brought this up on the show before, every government official job, for the most part, is is voted on. Our local sheriffs are voted on. Our, our, you know, in L.A. County, we have, how come, I, I, I see the one way that we could regain the FBI or the CIA, not regain as a Republican or a Democrat, but as a, as a country, is if we actually elected these officials. If, pe- if these people got on the stage and had to debate each other and say why they want to run the FBI, Adam, that might be the way to do it. That's a possibility. Um, you know, I want to just broach the question, like, why do we need the CIA? Uh, well, we want, we, want, we want to find out what the Russians are going to, and Chinese I, are going to do to us. Well, here, that's that's one thing. But if you really look at the functionality of the CIA, the CIA is really a nation building agency. You know, they've overthrown so many different governments, over 50 governments since Cambodia, 1953, Uganda, Yemen, Iran. You know, these guys have their hands in every single dirty pot. Iran is the biggest problem in the world right now. And the CIA was insurmountable in the whole Iran-Contra affair. You know, wait a second. I, I, with the greatest possible respect, and I, I really want to thank you for this, I'm a bit of a student of Indochina, and I don't remember reading that the CIA had created the Cambodian government. No, well, that's debatable. I mean, maybe, maybe. Let's focus on Iran. If you really want a good case study of the CIA's influence in bringing about a tyrannical government, Look at the whole thing that went down with Pres- uh, George Bush Sr., who was uh, uh, George Bush Sr., who was at the CIA, and Louis Garbanifar, and the whole things that were going down in the Iran-Contra affair. You know, bringing about the Ayatollah the institution of the Ayatollahs. You know, the CIA was really like deeply embedded in nation. No, they were. They were already the Ayatollah. Narco was drug in. trafficking. I mean, these no, they are, are they are on the dark side. The Ayatollah was already involved. Very, which very was much a huge mistake. Which was already in charge. Let me discuss that. The Shah, it's amazing. The Shah was a great guy, and he was our friend. Yeah. And we didn't help him one bit, and he went to the. Ben, president. we didn't just not help him. We right. Told we helped him get to, rid of. We helped leave. get. We helped get rid of him. And right. that's and, and 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 Trump is the Shah of this generation. Yes, and, well put. Well and, put. And and well and that's why so many Iranians and Persians are, in, especially in your area of Beverly Hills or Beverly Wood or all these different areas, so people just understand why they're so why they're so pro why they're so pro um, Rob why they're so pro um, uh, conservatism or Trump is because they've seen what happened with the Shah and what happened when you let Ayatollahs like AOC and Ilan Omar and Rashida Tlaib uh, take over a country. They've seen this play out before in history. And the problem with Americans is we don't look at history. History's not taught and we don't study from it, Rob. Well, and I think a big issue is uh, people do not 
act or react until something affects them personally or something they can feel affects them personally. I think it's right now why you're seeing a whole lot of people who voted for Joe Biden looking around going, what in the world happened? What in the world is going on? Yeah, what did it, I do? Exactly, exactly. Right, right. when it, when it was Afghanistan, eh, it's kind of a big deal. Eh, maybe I don't know. When it's immigration, the border. Eh, if you didn't, unless you live at a border, you know, in Texas. Eh. But now that it's it's the cost of goods and services, it's the inability to get goods and services. All of these things now are hitting people home, and they're starting to wake up. And unfortunately, for the things that we're talking about here, a lot of people don't feel that directly. Even though as a nation, we feel that, which means they do feel that. I think people are going to start feeling, we've talked about this a lot, people are going to start feeling the inflation very possibly. I don't say for sure because you can't predict these things for sure at all. But in the inflation, in a big, big way. It's 23.9%. We're going to wonder what we did. Why on earth did we have to shut down the pipelines? Why on earth did we have to stop fracking? We were doing great. It was done by intentional design. Yeah, I think so. I I think so. So funny that you say this. Because tonight, as uh, my friends and I were leaving the American Spectator dinner at the Trump Hotel on Pennsylvania Avenue, uh, a big, not huge, a big demonstration uh, came marching by on Pennsylvania Avenue, banging drums, always a sign of really stupid people. And uh, they, uh, and they, what were they saying? Defund, and I thought they were going to say the police. No, defund the pipelines. What? No, no, Adam, Adam actually brings up a, a point. This was this was chaos. They thought that they can control because of the media, right? When you have the media, as Ben always says, and it's my favorite line of Ben Stein's, is the, being the fourth branch of the government. When Adam, when you have the fourth branch of the government, you feel like you could get away with anything, and they felt like they could destabilize our country and the world, for that matter, and have no consequences, not realizing that. It, 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 this, you, you can't control this burn that's going on, Adam. You know, I, I want to just point out one thing is that if you divide the world and if you divide time into three parts before Trump, you wouldn't even able to talk about the deep state. Everybody thought you were a lunatic. Yeah, you're right. The age of Trump, those four years, he converted a lot of people and people started talking about the deep state. It was only the left that was even saying that, you know, you're a crazy alt-right nationalist conspiracy you know, theorist, if you believe in the deep state. And now if you look at everything, especially after Afghanistan, I mean, people are waking up. You have people, you have P, I have friends that are so far on the left who are so uh, uh, shocked about the vaccine mandates and the rollouts and the dissolution of freedoms that people are experiencing that it just wakes them up so, so quickly. And you see people, the fact that we're having a conversation on Ben's show about the deep state and its impact really is a sign of the times. That, I've said that- this, Adam, you raise a great point. The discussions Ben and I have had the last four years <laughs> compared to 14 years before that are so dr- drastic or so different, Rob, that I never thought Ben Stein would talk about election rigging. I never thought Ben Stein would talk about uh, uh, the deep state. I never thought Ben Stein would be talking about a Project Veritas. And again, I was oh, no, 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 no. I've always loved anti-abortion people. Right, right. But I'm saying that you, you, you were, you weren't as familiar with Project Veritas. No, my point. no, but I, but, but I, I was familiar with them. But, but you're right. In, in general, I think it was, it was during the hearings, the many, many, many hearings uh, of the Trump era 
when we had these FBI agents basically saying, yeah, we, we did collude. We did work together to get to kick out the elect, duly elected president of the United States. We, we were in a conspiracy and nothing happened to them. Peter Stroik and Page and all. Are, are, is, that, is even one of them in prison? No. <laughs> yeah, Only yeah. one on a book tour. Yeah, that's it's, exactly right. Well, and, and here's what's interesting. We talked about this on the Heroes. air the other day. Uh, I re- forget who the group was that did the polling, but it, I think it may have been Harris Group. I don't know for sure. But there was a um, a focus group convened amongst all Democrat voters in Pennsylvania. And one of the things that stood out about this focus group that was very alarming was that even though these were all Democrats, they almost to a person said, what's going on in this country now cannot be blamed on the Republicans. We do not blame Republican obstructionism for what's happening. And they said this is a major issue for Biden because one and of the- this is perils- something I've brought up, Rob. I've said, I've said this on the show quite a few times, all the catastrophes that we have now, it's easy to blame the past president when they've been in there for eight years. It's harder when, when every single issue was Trump's winning issue to blame it on. It's, it's extremely hard, Rob. Well, and, and that's what they said, because one of the perils of having absolute control of government is you can pretty much do whatever you want. So when things don't get done or things go wrong, it's really hard to look at the Republicans and go, ah, it's their fault. And I think this is why, you know, the curse of having absolute control of government is hurting Biden a lot because people are saying you have the ability to do anything. You're doing nothing. The things you are doing are going in the wrong direction. So it's on you. And that's even coming from Democrats. You know, it is coming from. And by the way, I'll I'll just say that's a race matter, too, because the Democrats so thoroughly jumped onto the race baiting thing and saying, oh, it's anything that happens in this country is because of Republican racism. And anyone with eyes can see that that's not true. So they they picked an obvious lie as their main uh, battle cry. Adam, you were going to say something? There's so much going on in this conversation. This is a good one. I don't, I'm, keep going. We keep going on that. <laughs> okay, we can keep going on that. Let me just say that what we see in the newspaper day after day, which I'm sorry to say we don't discuss much on this wonderful show, is the destruction of the educational platform in this country in order to please African-American groups and their friends and projects, destroying grading systems, destroying college entrance examination systems, I disagree with you. They blame it on the African-American community, saying they're trying to appease the African-American community, but it doesn't serve the African-American community one bit. Of course it doesn't. That's the whole joke of it. In or, as, a, as a sop to the African community, we're going to say, look, you guys don't have to do anything. Just stay home and take drugs and give us your votes and, we'll, and you'll be fine. But in fact, they're hurting the African-American community terribly by saying, you guys, we, we don't think you guys are capable of learning. That's hurting them. Look at the Koreans, for God's sake. The Koreans, they were nothing. They bombed to nothing after the end of World War of, of the Korean War. How did they retrieve themselves? Not by watching TV, not by getting welfare, but by working like maniacs. The blacks could do that in this country. They don't. Why? Because the politicians say to them, it's not your fault. It's the whitey's fault. And, and, and ben, Rob, Ben brings up a good point because this is Republicans' biggest issue. They don't know how to deal with race. They don't know how to deal with this. Now, if you look at it, 70%, 78% of, of, of blacks believe in voter ID laws. 
you would think with the news, it was like 3%, but 78% of blacks, uh, you, you know, blacks are, for the most part are more conservatives than conservatives. They're anti-abortion. They believe in God. They believe in, fa- I mean, sadly, their family unit has been, has been demolished, demolished by the Democrats, and destroyed by, by, the by, by the Democrats, Rob. But for the most part, Republic, I mean, Trump tapped into it when he said, what have you got to lose? Now, I don't understand for the life of me still, Rob, Republicans still think they could thread the needle and be liked. You're not going to be liked simply because you're a Republican. If you go with that, Rob, just just go out there and get those votes, Rob. Tell them what you believe in and how you want to help them. Yeah, so this is the thing. Republicans are often not willing to try on this topic. And the last Republican mayor in Indianapolis was a guy named Greg Ballard. And Greg Ballard was elected in 2007. He's a former Marine. He had massive fundraising disadvantage. He was running against an incumbent Democrat mayor. And he said, I am going to go to neighborhoods where Republicans never campaign. I'm going to knock on doors Republicans knock on, and I'm going to try to win votes that Republicans never win. And he won enough of those votes that he was able to win the election. Did he win the majority of African-American vote? No. But did his message resonate with enough people talking about crime, talking about education, talking about everybody working together, that he won enough to win the election. This rests on the Republicans because so often they do not try to win these votes. And we're talking about, you raised such a great point. And you're talking about such a- Have you guys ever been to like a Republican party or a convention? Yeah, Ben has been to many. I've spoken at several and I've been the the, the host at several inaugural balls. They are some of the most boring events I've ever been to. So is is every event. They're so boring. How are they supposed to bring people in with them? They're not not boring. It's the only... No, Ben, he's not talking about the ones you've hosted. Yeah, Jesus. All the Republicans minus Ben's. No, but Ben, Ben, we've discussed this on our show. Republicans have have an image problem. They just do. There's no, there's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The Republican, the the Republican Party image is 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 a bit antiquated. And well, I don't buy that. I'm sorry, Judah, because I think I guess we're going to oh, be now just, banned by banned by Rumble, but I think that we 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 actually won the last election. No, no, no. I agree with you, Ben. But again, this is the next topic I want to get into. Okay, the next topic I want to get into is the new litmus test, right? Every every Republican that that go, senator or congressman that's on these Sunday shows or on, on any of these shows, they are asked the question, do you believe that Trump won the election or that the election was rigged? Now, every single one of these senators, except the guy that's running against McAuliffe in uh, in uh, in in North Carolina, in, in Virginia, Virginia, in Virginia, are basically just uh, they 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 they. they, they they, they say no or they, they evade the question. Now, I'm of this thing, Ben, have enough. It goes to this. For five years, we had investigations about every single thing known to man. We have had zero calls from Republican leadership to investigate the elections. We've had zero calls. I mean, Millie, uh, Millie and Jackson and, and we're, we're on trial for three days, Ben Stein three days 
Three days, that's the investigations that they had. And, and this is my point about there's Republicans that serve and then there's the base. And, Repu and the base really, Ben, is begging this leadership to basically say, you know, enough's enough. This is what we believe. If, 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 ben, we're talking about such thin margins that the fact that there weren't investigations, the fact that six states that all decided the elections had them had <laughs> were the ones that had to stop counting, the Democrats would have been investigating this for the next fifty-six years. Okay. Now, why? Why is it? The Republican Party, I, I am a Republican, happy to be a Republican, happy to be a member of the Republican Party. But why aren't the Republicans in Congress demanding an investigation? Well, I mean, I don't, I just don't understand. Because they're all complicit in the deep state, that's why. No, they're not all complicit. Not all. He's saying quite a few possibly. If I hear are. Lindsey Graham say, we're going to get to we, the We don't knock Lindsey Graham here on the show. We um, love Lindsey. We, we, knock, love Lindsey we, it's, we knock Mitch McConnell. But no, uh, I love Mitch McConnell too. Yeah. Well, you ben, know what? We, ben, I've again. met Lindsay on many occasions, and he's a great person and very fun to be with, and he's a wonderful person. But when it's actually about doing the job, I mean, like, just because he's a friend doesn't mean I can't tell him to get get to work and do his job. He's really failed at his job. Ben, you've brought up the point where you agreed with that. He made a ton of promises for three years of doing investigations of Hunter Biden of all these different things. And he gaslit, he gaslit people to get on the Sean Hannity show and show that he was different, Ben, but nothing happened. There were no I know you're right. You're right. There weren't. That's, that's true. The Republicans in Congress have had the opportunity over and over and over again to not only to demand investigations, but to have investigations. You do not need to have a majority to have an investigation. Even a minority can get subpoena power. You and, know, and if I could, if I could say something, it is absolutely mind-boggling how these. It, it, it's such an easy target. Like the Hunter Biden issue is such an easy target. Afghanistan is such an easy target. Uh, you know, like if if one of the Trump kids went into a, a country a, a, that we just pulled out of for anything, you know, and Hunter Biden is really involved in Afghanistan right now, and nobody's even bothering to investigate it. You know, for everybody who said, I'm so sick of Trump tweeting, and if Trump would just shut his mouth, all these people wish Biden would say something right now. Well, he can't say anything. because He, he walked away from every press conference. <laughs> he doesn't, he you know? doesn't, know how, he doesn't know how to talk. And, he, and he's shown so much. A, be, a beautiful Let's point. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What you, what you're, a beautiful point that you're uh, suggesting is this is a man who does not have the psychological wherewithal to have a press conference in any kind of meaningful way and who has shown contempt for the media, contempt for the press that has never been equaled in this country. And yet the press kisses his ass every chance again. And Ben, the biggest, and again, this is the Republicans' problem, Rob. And Ben, listen. Somebody being a nice guy and somebody doing their job are two totally separate things, Ben Stein. And you know that very well. You've met a, lot of, you've met a lot of nice people that didn't do a great job. And, and what has niceness gotten us, Rob? And the fact that, that we- I, I'm, I'm agreeing. We, yeah, should no. have, we should have had the hearings 
starting a day after election day. We should have had hearings for two years before on Hunter Biden when we found out about Burisma and all of those things. Those are the things that Lindsey Graham actually promised every night on the Hannity show, Rob. I want, an inv I want to investigate Lindsey Graham. Why is he the fall guy that goes out there and says, I'm going to go investigate everything and then nothing gets done? Maybe because he has how do you know that same, he's got? How do you know that he doesn't as, have something in behind the scenes going on? Because he's a nice guy. <laughs> well, and, and, and another issue is That's a we great answer. We allow journalists who are pushing narrative, who are blatantly in the tank for the Democrat Party to set what the rules of the game are for the Republicans. The new Katie Couric book that's coming out, and she's an idiot. She admits this in the book, that she's got Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the, one of these interviews she did with her about talking about kneeling for the national anthem, these football players, and Ginsburg goes on what basically amounts to, by her standards, a tirade about this, and because Couric doesn't like it, she edits it down and essentially edits it out and then tries to say, well, you know, Ginsburg was kind of old, and I think the question was lost on her. She's a Supreme Court justice no, no, literally no, no, my, making... You're missing my favorite part of the story which has been they went to the, the conservative David Brooks of the New York Times. Uh, that's who she went to, and he's the one who shaped the story, okay? So yeah, but, he, but he, wait, I mean, he, he's not a good I'm guy. Kidding I mean, around. Not, not nice, I'm kidding around. He's, I'm but, kidding. But, yeah. but my, my point is, these people aren't invested. They go on these shows. These people aren't invested in truth. They aren't invested in what's right. They aren't invested in finding some some middle of where everything lies. They're narrative shapers. And yet these people get to set the rules with the Republicans when they go on these shows. If you think something wrong happened, say it. Why do you care what these people think? They're not voting for you anyway. Amen. And yet we always let them make the rules. And ben, and ben, to Adam's point. This is this is how the Trump base feels about these senators and Congress people. So 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 to take away our feelings of, you know, Adam liking Lindsay or you liking Lindsay or Mitch McConnell, you know, walked his dog very nicely one day. Take away take take those things aside, Ben. The base feels betrayed by this leadership. And it, that, that, and they have for a long time, and 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 that's the, really the issue. It doesn't matter whether we like somebody or not. We were promised things that were never actualized. They could have been investigating Hunter Biden for two years. Peter Schweitzer wrote that fantastic book, Ben, which he's almost never been wrong, and nothing was done with it. And it makes you ask the question. I, I, I don't question that they should have done more. I don't, I've said this a million times here, but I don't think, but I think on the other hand, uh, Graham's a great guy. <laughs> with all due respect. He's one of the funniest speakers I've ever seen ever. He's hilarious. He's a, a, an amazing orator. He's a, 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 on, an, on a completely other level. You could be angry at Lindsay and walk and have a meeting with him and walk out, walk out and say, you know, he's actually such a good guy. And listen, you know, he, but he saved, doesn't do anything. He saved. No, he did one thing great. He saved the Kavanaugh hearings, which I'm not sure that even. And him that and Susan important. Collins did. She did to her. Uh, but I'm not even sure that we should feel blessed that we got Kavanaugh at this point, because we can never yeah. even pick Supreme Court picks. Right, Ben Stein. But but tr the reason I wanted to get into this more. Oh, by the way, if you just tuned in, you are listening to the world. According to that man, Benjamin Jeremy Stein who's a friend to many. Uh, I want to remind everybody, Ben Stein. Substack.
rumblepodcast.com. You could also uh, find download the podcast and go to Rumble, subscribe to the channel. Uh, you could find Rob Kendall every day from 9 to noon on 93.1 WIBC. He streams. One run. I need one run from the Dodgers. One run. Thanks, Rob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our resident <laughs> new degenerate gambler, Rob Kendall. And, of course, Adam King from the paper The Truth. And I, I sort of dig at him because he doesn't—he—he—he's he, he, not afraid to say what he thinks, and you could disagree with him or not disagree with him or whatever. But that's the point in this show—is—is—is um, is, is to speak our minds and in, in how we see fit. But Ben Trump brought up the other day something, and it's something we've spoken about on the show. And he said that Republicans are—you know—he was basically—I think it was a veiled threat at the Republicans to do something about election integrity because they have done nothing as to do anything or to change anything about election integrity. And we're going to find ourselves in the same shit's creek because we know that in a year, a new Delta variant or a new COVID variant is going to be back out and mail-in balloting is going to be fully accepted again, Ben. And Republicans are, might not go out and vote or might not I vote. I don't because- know what, I, I, if you're going to end this with why the hell aren't Republicans doing something, I agree. I don't know why they aren't. I don't know why they aren't. Can you imagine the damage if they cheat in the 2022 and take the Senate fully? I can well imagine. They, I would be surprised if they didn't do that. Yeah, that's that's the whole point. Is that that's Rob? They, yeah, yeah. The, Rob, that's, that's the, okay. scary. scary. No, it's, it's, it's a it's, very scary. The whole thing is look. The whole thing is scary. The idea that we let a parent, a little kids, two years old, choose their sex. That's scary. The idea that we let little boys into in the girls' bathrooms to rape the girls and, com- and compel them to do fellatio, that's scary. The idea that we have a Supreme Court that's afraid to listen to cases, the biggest case, probably constitutional case, there's been since the Civil War, namely election fraud about the president, that's scary. The fact that we have a, a, a media that is just a, a, the boot-licking fawns and ass kissers of the president of the United States, who is himself not mentally well, that's scary. There's a lot of scare. The fact that we have inner cities in this country that are scarier places to be than the capital cities of African countries, that's scary. There's a lot of scary stuff going on. No, you're uh, yeah, Rob. Well, I was going to say, one of the things that the COVID, the COVID uh, thing did was it opened up Pandora's box in terms of the mail-in voting. And different states have different rules on it. But I don't think it's a coincidence that all of these swing states that had this universal mail-in voting and they're accepting ballots after the election and all these other things that are taking place this is where the funny business happened well, i don't that's think that's treason, i don't think that's a, i don't think that's a coincidence it's not, not at all it's treason well, no, it's treason not according no it is treason. you steal sorry, a country sorry. i mean they stole an entire country Sir, sure, the tre- treason is defined in the Constitution in very specific language. But you, but you have accused the Biden administration of treason, just so you know, Adam. He has accused. I know, Joe but Biden. not, but not, but, but not yeah. in stealing. No, the, 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 that, that's this is this is. Right. You're right. This is absolutely absolute corruption. Which is, I mean, listen, these people should be jailed for this. What was his name? Mark Elias. Is that his name, Rob? The one that started the dossier, the the the, uh, the that started the dossier, the one that's been culpable in all of these different things that set in motion these things. And Ben, the 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 issue, it it, it it's we're really going to have. I don't. 
as we as you said, I don't understand the, the why Republicans is it their hatred of of the Trump base and what I think I, I think there's a different kind of person. A Republican is a very different kind of a person than a Democrat. A Republican is not as angry or as jacked up as a Democrat in general. Although, uh, let me say that at this wonderful dinner of the American Spectator tonight, or the, for the American Spectator tonight, uh, the people who were on stage from Project Veritas were some of the most pumped up, impressive men and women I have ever seen in my life. And they are going to be, I hope, the future of the party. And Rob, but this is where I, I, I mean, I, I um, uh, with all due respect to Ben, I have to disagree a little bit because I think the Trump base is pretty is pretty angry. I think that they're they're pretty livid, and I'm very impressed that they 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 haven't done anything. Uh, and and none of us advocate or believe in violence, but I am extremely impressed. Uh, but I don't know how much longer you could you could keep putting the boot on these people's throats. Like the, the yeah, Ben. Like the story about that's been revealed now about the killing on Capitol Hill, which has now now been fully revealed that there was not one bit of evidence that there was any danger from the woman who was killed. Actually, the man who, right the, the man who killed her. We we don't even know it's a man or woman. Actually, the person who killed her was under no danger. No one was in any danger. This was. At least, as so it seems so far, clear-cut murder, yeah, and you know, nobody's, doing also, a, nobody's doing a thing about it. Not a thing. Why aren't the Republicans raising hell about this? And you would ask yourself about Steve Scalise because the same security guard that shot Ashley Babbitt was on patrol at the baseball game where Steve Scalise got shot. It's very interesting. Very interesting. And he, very I do believe we know his name to be Bird. I believe correct. If I'm oh, correct. that's right. That's right. That's it, right. That's it, right. That's we, right. We do right. know. And, and Rob, right, people at right. the scene said he was extremely distraught after doing it. Right, I think right, right. He basically said, what did I do? But Ben raises another. There are so many points that we've brought up tonight that why is it us that has to bring it up? Why are there no Republicans? Why is there no coalition, Rob? Well, so this is the I think the frustration of the Trump voter, I, I certainly share it, is that the Republicans are totally unreliable because there's a huge group of Republicans who would rather lose and be in the minority than have Trump and Trump voters be in charge. And so that's the frustration. Who's the partner in this? It's certainly not Mitch McConnell. It's certainly not Kevin McCarthy. So even if Trump gets back in there or who fights with Trump, who there, there are no there are very few reliable people who you can count on. I mean, even Ted Cruz, you think about how far Ted Cruz has come. But at the Republican convention, he refused to endorse Trump. He was talking about vote your conscience these people are completely unreliable you know the democrats they're in lockstep with each other they will the same way that the uh, mayor garland just to go back to where we started stood with this uh transgendered rapist you know they are in lockstep with each other there's nothing that can break the chain of the democrat there's no murder there's no salaciousness there's no crime. They are together. Republicans are like pioneers. They all are on their own. And they. <laughs> well, no, but I think, I, think, I, think it's not, I think it's not just coincidence that all these ultra left groups throughout the 20th century, like the Bolsheviks and the People's Republic of China communists, are, uh, were leftists and were incredibly more disciplined than the conservatives. And, and leftists, Militant leftists just tend to be very, very disciplined and to be able to move, as you say, Adam, in lockstep. 
And I think it, it, the Pioneer line was very funny. And, and, it, and it's like, I, now that I think about it, Ben, you're, he's right. The Republicans are to each their own. You know, to each their own. Really, you know, for the most part, there, there, there's a few of them. Yes, of course, this isn't all to, you know, whatever amount in the Congress, 200 something in the Congress and 50 in the Senate. There are certain people that are fighters. But as a collective, Ben, they don't stand together. They, they, don't, they don't stand. They, they don't do have not a narrative. Stand together, and they have not stood together, uh, at least since I was a small child in the 50s. They didn't stand together about McCarthy. So uh, there's, uh, there's, there is something. There is a very different personality. Now, at, at one point, you, you say they're pioneers, and maybe so. But uh, I think also they want to be members of the country club. I mean, I think it's really, really important to Repub be for Republicans to be members of the L.A. Country Club, which is just, by the way, Adam lives fairly, fairly near me. Uh, it's just a very short walk from my house. They don't admit Jews. Hmm. Uh, and I think it's important for, for Republicans to be members of that club more important than telling the truth. That, but that, that was the point that you that you poo-pooed Adam on before, and that was the point he was making about these RNC style no, events. No, no. Some of they, them, some of them, some of them. But the, the, well, I really guarantee like the some RNC, of them have been great. I'll tell you, what I'm really talking about is our plaque, Republican Party of Los Angeles County. These people are the most socially awkward. They don't know how to make friends. They're living in a high school fantasy, and every event that they do is like Ferris Bueller's Day Off, no pun intended. You know, they, well, that was, a, that, was know, the like, event, that was the greatest event in dramatic history. So you know, I'll tell you, that they, was better they're than the that. most. Who, who's a Shakespeare guy? We're talking about yeah. John Hughes. You know, and I just well, I want to point out one thing. We're talking, we're casting a lot of blame on Republicans, but there's at least a hundred Pulitzers to be won right now, and there's not a journalist in sight willing to write a story. And I just want to say that's that. absolutely true. And, and look at and look You're at right. the people I saw tonight from Project Veritas. These guys are major league superstar heroes. Why aren't there okay, so, so again, covered of Time Magazine or Life? So you raise a great point. So every week on the Sunday shows, another Republican except McConnell will go on these shows. They Every single one of them, as Adam said, has their own opinion or own point of view. How come they, it, 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 even the Democrats, as bad as shit is going now, they, could st they still coalesce. They still, they still. It's a different uh, kind of person. Different kind of person. So, you is know, there also new people to the Democratic Party? They just joined the, the herd. I mean, look at Ted Lieu, who became the congressman of Beverly Hills. Uh, you know, I knew Ted before he became the congressman. And that guy went 180 degrees in two seconds. That guy became a, a, a little peon boy. And, 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 and Ben, he. Wait, he was, what do you mean by. We're a little peon boy. Like he just that, gets pushed around. That means, like chest that, means something, that means something special in West Hollywood. Just <laughs> and, right next door to Beverly Hills. And 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 there is the there is the brilliant <laughs> district, rumor. Unfortunately, <laughs> but, but again, you know, you know, to, to go to Adam's earlier point, Rob, and 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 the fact that Ben's this is what I love I mean, about Ben Stein is he didn't get stuck in the swamp. He, he, he figured out so many different ways to, to have a different career, a different life, a different, uh, a different uh, uh, thing. And I never thought- With the same wife, but the same wife. With the same wife. And Rob, it, it, you would think that these Republicans, some of them would realize that they could be so much more powerful with dissent, with, with discussion than with you know, not rocking the boat, Rob.
Yeah, uh, but they need a, they need to be, they need to be liked. They need to be liked inside the social circle, and that's what's important above all else. Amazing. It's it's so I, Ben. I it's, I know we're running out of time, but I'll have to say this. It's like the inner circle. Jesus, my God, that inner circle must be the. I mean, to hang out in that inner circle, it must be must be a living hell. I got to be honest. Actually, there, it isn't. No, but it is. I'll tell you why. It is because I, I've spent a lot of time with them. And they're all drunk all the time, so it's not a living hell for them at all. <laughs> Maybe the next morning. Uh, about the Democrats or the Republicans? Republicans. The Republicans. The country club people are drunk. All the, the Gentile country club people are drunk. Country club. It's one of my favorite know. words, by the way, is Gentile. Uh, I don't know why, but we are running out of time. I want to remind everybody and thank everybody uh, that downloads the podcast. I want to remind everybody to please uh, go to... Uh, bensign.substack.com go to rumble like the channel you could also find ben as he just mentioned the spectator.org they are in they always could use extra donations they are they've been around forever and they hope to be around forever so please go to spectator.org and throw uh, a few shekels their way and you could read ben's pieces of course uh, Adam, please tell people about your GoFundMe or if you don't remember its name, how yeah. to find you. <laughs> Good one. Support Freedom of the Press on GoFundMe is the title. Um, we started a newspaper to combat media censorship. And they Very have good. delivery boys and girls for Ben. Uh, and Rob Kendall, how do people find you every day? Because there's a fun bunch of different ways. Nine to noon Eastern time, 93.1 WIBC, WIBC.com, the Mock and Rob show. The Dodgers got their run. We need 12 outs. Uh, Rob, but getting back to it, don't you, you podcast your show too, where you break it up into 15 minute and 20 minute pieces. Yeah. WIBC.com. You can Google search the Mock and Rob show. You'll find each hour right there. Boom. And sometimes it does indeed include the one and only Benjamin, Jeremy, Stein. how come you're not bringing up Apple to download the podcast? I just said, put it in Google. It'll pop right up. There's like 93 different ways. You, you so, the so, so, Rob so, show. So, so bypass the the actual WIBC.com, uh, Apple, uh, everywhere, okay. Okay. Everywhere, everywhere you get your favorite podcast. Don't try to take the focus off. We are 12 outs away from hitting this parlay, Judah. That's what's most important. Okay, Ben. And how, ben, much, yeah, ben how much do you win if you win this? A dollar sixty. Thirteen ninety-seven. Thank you very much. <laughs> and and of course, uh since we're talking about the Dodgers, I'm gonna give a shout out. There's nothing like a kosher hot dog from Jeff's hot dogs at the Dodger games. They are forty-two dollars, but delicious. Uh Ben Stein, uh you spectator.org, uh Newsmax all over i i love uh just so everybody understands the the reason this show to me is so important and fun is we get we get to view this through ben's eyes and through ben's history and through ben actually being there for so much of american history and that's not to make him sound old but he's just been you've been to so many important events and so and seen so many important things and to hear you talk to be the difference is you're you're the common person as much as people don't think you are, you are. You you believe in this country. You 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 support the Trump voter. You support you support what's right about America. And this is what separates you from the old guard and those people that are so unwilling to change. And it's a real honor to get that from you. Well, so, you're very kind, sir. So so, kind. so just so people know yeah. that. And uh, so I want to thank the people that helped set up the show behind the scenes, like your son, but also Glenn, who's there setting it up. I'm uh, not Glenn. No, Jeff. 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 Reyes. 
Jeff Rios for setting it up. And uh, Ben Stein, if you wouldn't mind taking us out. And we will see you Saturday night. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. And I love that old cross where the dearest and best for a world of lost sinners was slain. Then I'll cling to the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. I will cling to the old rugged cross and exchange it one day for a crown. Now, Adam, you probably wonder why I, a Jew, am singing that song. Because my wifey, a goddess, an actual superhuman deity, grew up singing that song. My mother always wonders the same thing. And there you go, Adam and Fran Friedman. My wife, a superhuman deity. Yes, she is. From from the way you speak of her, we should all be blessed with a partnership like yours, Ben. You're not kidding. God bless you all. God bless America. We will see you Saturday night. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Okay, God bless you.